Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> me greeting you, James. Really solid and intro. I guess also the people listening. Welcome Hello. to Praise Dionysus. Praise him. Praise him. Long may he reign. Indeed. Have we ever spoken about why it's called Praise Dionysus? To <laughs> each other. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It'd be weird if you were kept in the dark about it. Who's Dionysus? Who's Dionysus? Yeah, oh, well, is this really what you want us to talk about I, first? I don't know. Maybe we should tease that we're going to talk about it sometime. Oh, I do love to tease. Oh, don't you? Oh, my God. Oh. You see my burlesque show? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love love burlesque. Um, <laughs> I do love burlesque. It's the only true art. How's your week been? Out of five stars. So great. Been really good. Um, yeah. Oh, look, it could have been better. Yeah. I <laughs> All your dreams I didn't come you, true. I lied to you immediately. Uh, no, it was good. I had work for three days because I don't work on Fridays and also Monday is a public holiday. Must be nice. Twas, twas. <laughs> but I was, I'm like in the part of the hospital. I work in a hospital. I was in the part of the hospital where like all the patients are. So that was like a little bit... <laughs> Because I was shot. <laughs> yeah, no, it just, it sounds, yeah. I was, uh, like, I'm working on the admin desk that looks after, like, transporting patients around, so I just see a lot more. So that was just a bit confronting, but it was fun. Mm. I liked it. See, I've seen Nurse Jackie to death, so I'd handle it fantastic. Is Nurse Jackie to death the, the sequel? No. Welcome to Nurse Jackie to death. Is it when she comes back as, a, like, a zombie that's addicted Did to drugs? Did she die in Nurse Jackie? It's a little vague. My interpretation okay. of the Nurse Jackie finale uh-huh. is that she dies on the floor of the hospital because she relapsed. And her chubby friend is like, you're going to be okay. And I don't think she I is. Think I've never seen Nurse Jackie. It's so good. I, I just remember all the ads on Channel 10, I think, with her like very sassily standing with a needle. <laughs> like That's all I remember. Yeah, just Edie Falco ready to inject you yeah, with exactly, something. Exactly, exactly. That's what like I watched it for. Holding a pill bottle. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I have not watched that, but I last <laughs> night watched um, Ghost in the Shell, the anime. Oh, not the Scarlett Johansson classic. I did not watch the Scarlett Johansson that classic. That did get made, didn't it? It did. It absolutely also, did. Also, racism didn't movie. stop it. No, Great. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it did. Oh, it did. I looked it up afterwards. It did. The anime itself, incredible. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, good movie. Great movie. Great concept. Yeah. Loved it. So I'd give my week a section nine out of five, which is a Ghost in the Shell reference. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jake. I think Scarlett Johansson's marriage to Colin Jost might mm. be the dullest pairing of people. I love them! You love oh, them. I see. Do you see how that works? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree that it's a dull pairing, but also it's like, it's a nice pairing. And I, I, I like, is it Colin Jost? Colin Jost. You like Colin Jost. I like Colin Jost a lot. That's yeah, good. I think he's funny. Um, I like his weekly SNL, weekly news bit that he does weekend update weekend update thank you very much I like that Mm -hmm. with that other man Michael Che they're always making fun at each other oh it's so goofy it's good to see lads enjoying each other's company oh I love lads I love lads just boys and Scarlett Johansson has boobies she absolutely does. Great boobies. That's good. So I'm what you've done well. is you've commented on the, the work of the man and the boobs of the woman. Yep, because I'm a lad. Yeah, good. <laughs> Jake, how was your week? My week, uh, oh, ups and downs, populated mostly by disasters. I, good, good. It's been fine. I'll give it like a, what, like a, like a 12 stars out of five. It's still um, pretty good. It's fine. I um, have accidentally started getting to know a man that works at the supermarket near my house. Oh, no. Um, why are you saying, oh, no, James? It's just... <laughs> No, go on, James. Just... Tear me asunder. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you often... <laughs> no, go on. Tell everybody. <laughs> no, I don't think I can. It's just... I, I, I am guilty of this as well, but I feel like we all fall in love with people at the supermarket. But you have a, an incredible success rate of the supermarket. Any whoozlebees. Yes, this, this guy at the supermarket taught me what tufting is. Not a sex thing. Is don't it a make wig a wig gr- thing? A wig thing? 
Sorry, carry on. No, no, not a wig thing. Tufting <laughs> is like making rugs. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's just like like tuft. Ah. Yeah. So it's like I, uh, because of his recommendation, I watched this like a couple of like YouTube videos about tufting. And it's like you string up like the the big sort of like brown woven thing really tight on this frame. And then you have like this huge, really satisfying looking like yarn gun that punctures the rug into the rug base. (laughs) A few people got really into this during lockdown, I think. It seems like one of those. Are you going to... Because you, you do love taking on new projects. Is this going to be one of your new projects? <laughs> I was thinking about it, but then, yeah, then I looked over the you know the, the, the desert of my other projects and I thought, maybe you should focus <laughs> on one of these. One of them. Finish one of these before I invest in rug-making equipment. Yeah, and also the rug-making equipment is so expensive because I looked into getting it as well mm. when, when lockdown was happening. It's yeah. like, money. It's money? It's money. I can't remember it costs what money, money. It costs money, Jay. Why doesn't it cost breakdancing? also the actual experiences. You can't breakdance. But the actual um, experience, the actual wool... Yeah. stuff is expensive. Okay. Sure. I don't That's know. What I do know is that Supermarket Hunk Man already... What's his name? I don't want to say it. Oh, sure. Larson! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he already owns one of the yarn guns. So, all so you need to do if I marry him, <laughs> that's seduce. my yarn gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then you divorce and it's your yarn gun on the weekends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah. Otherwise, last night was terrible. We're not getting into it. And I'm glad I've immortalized it by mentioning it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's been a fine week. Um, let's let's get more upbeat. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. And talk about some goddamn theater. I'd love to do that so much. Oh my God. Yeah. So, Yay. Yeah. Hey, James. Hello. <laughs> Hello, James. Hello, you. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, good. So good. Yeah. I'm good as well. And I'll tell you for why. Yeah. I saw a show. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> um, I saw Not Today mm-hmm. at Theatre Works. At Theatre Works. Theatre Works, St. Kilda. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I saw Not Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a like a one-woman cabaret theatrical piece. Were there other people or just the one woman? Just the one woman. Oh, you were just keeping a tally of how many women were in it? No. Oh, good. <laughs> no, I decided not to build on that joke at all. Oh, good. Yeah, no. Good. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and shut up. No, no. <laughs> Um, so uh, I'm going to read the blurb to you. Oh, great. 26-year-old Ali Morgan is determined to save the world from climate change. Yeah. How does she plan to do it? Through the power of theatre. The only problem is that she's so anxious about climate change that she can't actually write life-changing show that will say Write the life-changing show that will save the world through the power of theatre. See the problem? So that's the blurb. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you. But hearing that blurb and going into a one-woman show, I was nervous. About how much you were going to cry? <laughs> well, I did end up crying, but I'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was just nervous because there is something unholy about one-people cabarets. Like, one-person cabarets. And the way they describe them... I don't think you can ever describe a one-person cabaret and make it sound appealing to me. You've never heard a cabaret be described as something that you'd want Unless to see. Unless it's like someone I know. Unless it's like a performer I know or a friend I would want to see in the cabaret. If it's someone I don't know and have never heard of, mm. it's like that, I don't know, something about like ideas like saving the world through theatre is sort of like you hear, I hear it and I go, oh no this could be bad! 
um, those words because they are facetious and you don't like that style of comedy in blurbs? Or is this more about cabaret stigma? I think a bit of both. I think definitely, I just, I, it sounds to me like, hmm, okay. It's just, I don't know. But also, I think I've seen enough bad cabaret. Mm. To, I'm sure you've seen enough bad cabaret. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's all good. Cabaret's perfect. Cabaret's perfect. <laughs> all of them. Cabaret and balance. No, no. Um, so I was nervous going in, is all I'm saying. Mm. I, was, I sort of, and I just, Ali Morgan... Absolutely. Wait, do you have anything else to say about your hatred of cabaret and how the blurb made you feel? Well, I do in that Ali Morgan was able to do those things. Which things? Saving the world from climate change through the power of theatre and actually doing that authentically on stage. She saved the world? She saved the world. She did Greta Thunberg She did it. <laughs> how dare. Saved the world. She saved the world. It was just one of those moments of like, at the end of the show, I realised she had done everything that that little blurb had described in a way that like, I... He's, okay, here I guess is the thing. Okay. Every time I've seen a cabaret and I've not liked the blurb. Yes. And I've liked the cabaret, they've subverted the blurb. Like, they've been, it's been, you know... <laughs> subvert, like, the the blurb. Subvert, the blurb. subvert the blurb. Hashtag subvert the blurb. Like, I don't know. They, they'll find some fun gimmick or a twist to make it, like, interesting and different. Like, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a fire twirler or maybe they'll have, like, um, an audio... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And to include a fire twirler would be subversive in that there were no fire twirlers. All I mentioned. mean is, they, well, basically, like I mean, like they find a there will be no fire twirlers oh, in this show. Sake. <laughs> but no, so like she, and and so the thing about this one was like she she did all the things she said she would in the blurb, and I loved it, and I didn't think I would love it at all going in. Great, because it was just. I don't know. It was just so satisfying seeing that. Because it was a cabaret and you've been betrayed by both cabarets I've been and by blurbs, cabarets and blurbs before. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so, mm. you walk in. Yeah. Sit on down. Mm. Opening night. Great. Huge. Front row. Oh my god. By I choice? Just, I, by choice, yeah. Alligator yeah. seating. I'm, le- I'm taking a leaf out of your book. Oh, don't do that. My book sucks. <laughs> your book is short. <laughs> it's a coupon book and they're all expired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I took a coupon. Yeah. And sometimes I've heard that stores give you credit on expired coupons. So I went in, did that. Nice. Thank you. Go theatre works. Yeah. Um, wait, were you by yourself? By myself. Yeah, I tried to find someone to go with me, but I, I couldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one wanted Because of to. your nature. Because of my nature. <laughs> um, I like to think it was because it was on a Thursday. I think. Yeah. Thursday. It was a Thursday. People are famously busy on Thursday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, sat down, front row. Uh, the set is, like, incredible. Mm. Like, it was, it was such, and here's, here's a word I'm not going to like using. Yeah. Relatable. The set was relatable. The whole show. I'm talking about the whole show. Oh, okay. I've jumped from the set, but I'm going to get back to it in a moment. I am just like that chair. I'm just, <laughs> damn it, that chair is me. Uh, no, so, the, the set was like a little... Like, I don't want to get too caught up in it, but it was like a little share house sort of vibe sort of thing. Or like a, a what? Little... A what, baby? I knew it. I knew as soon as oh, I made the joke that you would say this. Yeah, what? That I live yeah. in a house, baby. <laughs> it's, the joke is that share sounds a bit like share. Share Whoa. house. Whoa, baby. Welcome to the share house. Um. Okay, so yeah. enough share. Share yes. aside. Um, so the set looks like a share house. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Fernando! <laughs> Fernando! The, sh- the set looked like a house that people would cohabitate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Together. Um, together. <laughs> Sharing. Yes. Oh! <laughs> so. Mm. Uh, so, um, it was just like, first of all, that was great. It was like, oh, I've seen that chair, and I've seen that chair, and I've seen that table in every house I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, this, and then it was sort of all laid out on this scrim that was sort of like, haphazardly sort of draped over the back of this huge screen mm. that was sort of like laid out under the set as well of these clouds which is first of all just beautiful mm. um, there was no second of all 
Um, but, but then out comes Ali. Ah! Here to do her thing. Oh my god! And you know how the first moments of a show can make or break it? Sure. Out she comes, she comes up to the keyboard, mm. and she starts singing and playing. Yeah. And it's that it's one of those moments of like, would you see, and I think you mentioned it about Lenore, when you like see like a few good performers and you're like, oh, I'm in good hands. Yeah. And that was, ab- it was just, she started and was just, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and throughout the course of the show, she plays um, keyboard, electric guitar, mm. acoustic guitar, mm. and one of those like little, not a ukulele. Thank but God. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> ukulele adjacent though. It was like one of those little a guitars. A banjo? Not a banjo. Not a banjo. I don't really know what it's called, but it's like a, it's like a, a third of a size of a regular acoustic guitar. A sitar from Moulin Rouge. I only tell the truth. <laughs> no, not that. It wasn't a magical truth-telling sitar. It wasn't a magical truth-telling sitar okay. played by a dwarf. Oh. So I went to see the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sat on down. Um, clearly a very like competent performer. Yeah. And like, clearly a very like well-established musician already. Mm. Um, and it, it's just um, Ali Morgan, I think, is going to be something. I don't know what, what? but I can just see a it bench. happening. A, <laughs> a, a bench. <laughs> you're relating a woman to an object. What's she going to be? Like a, like a well-known performer, Exciting. I think. I can see that happening yeah, very beautiful. easily. And I wouldn't be surprised if this was some sort of like launch pad for that. Great. Because it was such a good showcase of her talents. Voice, incredible. Great. Like, so beautiful. Um, and also just like a very like enchanting and endearing presence. She t- It turns out she works, um, she mentions in the, in the show, with children in hospitals, like as a children's entertainer, mm. in hospitals for like very sick children. Yeah. Which I think tells you enough about <clears throat> who she is as a person. Um, and, and so she has a very good, okay, here's two words I'm going to say to you. Oh God. Audience participation. I love audience <laughs> participation. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, I think, was a showcase in how to do audience participation correctly. In that she didn't do it and she just <laughs> let them sit in the dark and watch the show. This is a showcase in how to almost do audience participation correctly. Yeah, how did she do it? It was just all very... And I think it it speaks to like how she works with children. It was all, it was all volunteer. You know, it was all... I need someone to help me with this. Or was, does anybody want to come and do this? Mm. Or can someone from the audience give me this? Okay. And you know, there was no, hey you! <laughs> and there was no, here's an object, I'm going to call on you later to use it. Fabulous. Yeah, it was all there. And it was very, and also I think it was opening night. Everyone was excited to be there. So the people that did, um, like a woman got up to help her sort of like dance and she like was really into it. And everyone was just sort of very happy. Which is a nice vibe. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, and the songs themselves, I believe she wrote them with her partner. Him, like music partner, or like, no, 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 like oh, romantic partner who is also a musician. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just don't. Want, yeah, because like a lot, of, some of the plot revolves around it, so I don't want to say too much. But um, they, they, I, I believe they wrote some of the songs together, and they're all really good. Like the songs, I would genuinely, and I actually looked up afterwards to see if they were. I would want them on Spotify. So Ali, if you could, <laughs> if you can get on that train real quick. Mm. Um, yeah, and also just a shout out. There's a moment in the show where Ali uh, pretends to smoke a bong. Yeah. And it is one of the most accurate depictions of, of like, like... Bongery. Bongery of just being high that I've seen done on stage. It was so, like... And I oh, the, tell... the actual smoking part or, like, the high part? Both, actually. Well, both. I think cool. she got, like, one of those little, like, vape bongs for, like, a prop one that sure. actually is made to work. So that was cool. But, like, the actual, like, sound effects, the audio, the lighting, her performance, it was just, like, I feel like I'm stoned right now. It was very bizarre. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Like I could tell, like there were a few people in the audience that had similar. There was a lot of people going, "Oh no!" Like, "Oh god, here we go!" <laughs> so that was funny. So that was just a funny experience to sort of. It was very like interesting. Yeah. Uh, that sort of had me had me for a moment. It was also too. I think it was very. Like, it was too short. 
Is that oh, what you're about? Too short. I wanted, I wanted more. more. No, um, it was a perfect length, actually. Great. Um, said that before. <laughs> oh, wangs. <laughs> Samantha. Oh, sorry. No. Um, it was like it was very equal parts beautiful and fun to watch, but also incredibly harrowing. Harrowing. <laughs> harrowing is the word. It was as harrowing use. as it was fun. Yeah. No. Genuinely. She's accomplished. Something She's accomplished. Special. No. She has. She really, yeah. really has. Like I sat no, down. No. I'm being sincere. Yeah. I sat down <laughs> and, I, and like because it was all about someone our age, like a 20, 26 year old sort of my age, Jake. Because <laughs> I'm barely twenty one. <laughs> That's why Mino talks so good. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> one sure. year olds don't know how to speak. No. <laughs> Me silly. Me just want to dance. Ooh, a sexy baby. <laughs> just a sexy baby. Ooh. So, yes. um, for like someone in like our sort of generation yes. to sit and watch this show, it was very like, it touched on, she touched on like everything that I have ever thought about the world. Oh in my terms God. Of, in, ter- <laughs> in terms of like, global warming is terrifying, but no one seems to care about it. Yeah. There is this incredible sense of despair that we just all need to seem to move on from and ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, and like, I don't know, have you seen a show recently that sort of like portrayed that to you in a way that you've just sort of clicked with, or is it all just being sort of, cause I've seen it tr- like attempted many, many times mm. and it always just feels like this is ridiculous. This is too much. This is, what is this? Yeah. Right. Um, my mind went straight to Elizabeth Brennan did a cabaret called a portrait of the artist as a young ham. Mm. Um, and that was, yeah, a one-woman show where she dealt with her own sort of personal climate crisis. Yeah, I'd say it's absolutely a thing. Because I think you're talking about blurbs that intrigue you. I, with with my personal climate anxiety, I don't think I'd be super interested in seeing a show that specifically dealt with someone's climate anxiety because I've got enough of that on my own plate. Yeah, sure. I don't need to experience someone else's. Despite Ali's obviously sounding fantastic. Mm. Um that, that, that's my immediate reaction to that kind of synopsis. Um, but I'd say it's absolutely something that's rather present, especially in media produced by people of our generation, mm-hmm. is this sense of... And I think you even see it on social media and the way that people talk about things. And even when people talk about their future or like the prospect of like having children or something, yeah. there does seem to be this sense of doom and dread in things that people are often talking about. And when they're, they're making art or kind of just existing in the world in a way that puts them on any sort of vocal platform. I'd say a lot of people, almost to an unconscious extent, which is kind of, as you're saying, that's kind of upsetting in the way that it's become such a normal thing for us to worry about and also do nothing about, Mm. is this belief that we might not be here in like 20 years. Yeah, you know, super that. And the the generations above us who who have done like look a lot of a lot of work to get us to where we are, but Mm. haven't done enough in terms of protecting us from this. And, and then, uh, you know, us being the ages that we are now being tasked with the, with the job of trying to right some of these wrongs and, and fix some of these things. It seems like, I don't know, it's just hard to find people that are actually taking up the mantle and also to not be paralyzed by, by these anxieties. Goodness. Um, you know? So, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. No, it's a thing that really, really makes me worried. But then, yeah, it's that paralysis. And this is the thing about Ali Morgan. Pretty much every point you just made mm. is in a song oh, that she cool. does. Like she does, and it's just, I don't know, it was refreshing seeing it spoken about so frankly, mm. but so, it was like, it can be funny and it can be fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It was. That's what I mean. It was equal parts super lovely and harrowing. It was really quite harrowing. And that's so interesting. And not. I don't want to talk about it in terms of like theater necessarily. At this point, I think maybe even just thinking about it. Not that I've seen the show, but in terms of what Ali's doing, like that's so interesting because it's like turning to a piece of art for escapism like that and being like, oh, we can laugh about this this issue that may kill mm. us. Without having to sort of shy away from it. Well, yeah, yeah, and showcasing it like that, offering that escapism that sort of laughter and entertainment provides. But then, of course, then giving the audience credit enough to be like, oh, no, but this is still an issue that we need to circle back on and actually deal with yeah. as well. Like, it's all well and good to laugh about it. But it's like, we, we, what are we going to do? Yeah, and that's, yeah. You know, and that doesn't that beg the question almost of the, not to talk about Brecht or anything, but the <laughs> sense of like, is it better to... I don't know, the, the, even just like the merit of allowing people to experience that sort of chaos and escape for it, escape from it for a moment at the theatre and then trust them th- to then deal with it mm. as opposed to like beating them over the head with a didactic piece of theatre yeah. about how important the climate crisis is. Yeah, this was very much the first one. Yeah, yeah well, which is really, great. It's, it's, it's great. Really like, yeah, we need yeah. it all, don't we? Um, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's cool that that's what Ali's doing because, yeah, it's terrifying. And I think everyone... I don't know. I think the vast majority of people, especially those with a lot of life left to live, are quite scared about this issue. Yeah, and there was one line in one of the songs. I can't. I'm gonna. I can't remember what the actual quote was, but she sings about if I'm gonna. I'm twenty. Just turned twenty six. If I'm gonna have kids, it needs to be within the next sort of four years. But is that gonna be reasonable? Because are they just gonna die? It's just such a horrible reality that I think we all sort of face is like, yeah, the kids we have today might die. This is getting really grim. It is. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, but here's, here's an interesting note to, to sort of, mm. to sort of wrap up with. Well, I was walking out to sort of sum up the, the, I guess the style of humor. Mm. Um, I was walking out and I overheard some person in the audience saying, oh, now I want to go home and watch Bo Burnham. Oh. Yeah. And it was just sort of annoying. Because they felt like did it seem like they thought Ali was similar to Bo Burnham? I think they've seen Inside. Yeah. And they've just assumed that anyone that can do sort of like funny comedy about the end of the world has to be like Bo Burnham. Right. Um, and it was just really annoying because it was like, this was so different. And I feel like it's the sort of thing that Ali, if she does this sort of stuff more and more, mm. is going to face. I think she's going to be compared to Bo Burnham a lot. And I just find that really lame. Well, because it's also not a huge field of people doing successful musical comedy. Especially young people, sort of, in... Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, because even trying to list them in my mind... Because, first off, I do loathe this genre. It sounds like Ali's doing it really well, but it's just not really for me. Sure. But I do appreciate, based on what you've said, really appreciate what she's mm. doing. And, yeah, a lot of what Bo Burnham does is fantastic. He's um, tall. He's tall. Yeah, very he's tall. tall. Um, and eighth grade was devastating. I didn't actually see eighth grade. Oh, my God. It destroyed me. <laughs> should watch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But when I try to think about the people that are doing uh, that are doing this genre of performance, it's a, a like a relatively short list. So I suppose yeah, yeah she's going to end up compared to him just by virtue of being on that short list. It's just annoying. Sure. I just find it so annoying. Yeah, it is a shame when you see someone being really special and unique and themselves, and then all people can do is try to compare them to someone, someone else that, especially someone that's been quite rigorously analysed already, and yes. being like. Is this going to mean that people think less about Ellie, for example, because they've already done all this thinking about Bo Burnham? Yeah, exactly. I and understand that, that frustration where it's like, no, sort of... think about her as her own little creature and don't just do it as far as how similar she is to some other familiar thing. And that was, that was like hearing that, it was literally like, God, now I want to go home and watch Bo Burnham. I was like, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> no, go home and think about this show. Mm. Yeah, that was just lame. But Ellie, if you're listening, oh, ooh, ah. <laughs> oh wow, they are all such noises You can't see what I'm doing, but it's a lot of movement mm. Yeah, I think you should go and see it 
It sounds great. It's on until the thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Go and see it, gang. If if you if you see one thing this comedy festival, <laughs> you see you see not today. Make it your parents. Make it your because <laughs> they miss you and they worry and take them to not today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, Jake. Hello, James. What have you done recently? Recently? You little well, cheeky, you little cheeky fuck. Oh my god, I shouldn't tell you what I want to tell you. So I'll tell you about this show I saw. Ah! Oh, I went to the Wheeler Center. Do you know where that is? No. It's behind the library, stupid. What? <laughs> Which library? <laughs> yeah! Which Welcome library? Yeah, to the, the library the witches li- go yes. to. Um, which library? Which library? Scott, <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking where, for? Where is where is this library? <laughs> we have smell books. <laughs> we have potions. <laughs> I am mute. <laughs> Macbeth Liver of dog <laughs> Fish of cat ah, uh, But no JK Rowling Because we're not turfs We're not turfs But anyone who buys That new Hogwarts game Can shoot themselves in the foot Is this a video game? It's a video game And everyone's like It looks amazing And so many like Little progressive queers Are gonna get this game And it's, and it's just Ugh Very annoying It's very annoying to me Don't get the video game don't watch Harry Potter and the Cursed Beasts and Where to Child Them. No one cares. I have this secret prejudice. <laughs> secret? <laughs> that I'm going to let out of the bag. <laughs> I think the people are bracing and that, ready. I know it's not true, but whenever I see a person with a Deathly Hallows tattoo... Oh yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready. I Part of me assumes... It's almost this exact <laughs> sentence. Oh. So you read a children's book... Uh-huh. And it's the only book you've ever liked. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> my ex, my ex-boyfriend had a Deathly Hallows tattoo, and a Snitch tattoo, and a Hogwarts tattoo, and a Dementor tattoo. Uh, and I, I, I would support that. I would support that thought. That belief. You'd support the idea that Th- that is the only book I think he would have read and liked. I'm not sure about now. I don't know him anymore. But sure. at that point in time, I think that was the truth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. There was something. It is one of the biggest turnoffs in the world for me <laughs> to see a Deathly Hallows tattoo on a person. Sure. Yeah, it's just sure. Oof. I mean, it's nice that something matters to them, and it's nice nope. that they you know nope. read a book. No, they should change their mind. <laughs> uh, it's nice that they read a book. Um, book reader. I will, I suppose. I do like the way that like a lot of trans people have co-opted this sort of ownership of the Harry Potter universe, almost like as a form of sort of protest. Yeah, I find that interesting because it's still supporting J.K. Rowling. It is, but I like the way that they've kind of like almost in a death of the artist way kind of just taken ownership of her world and been like, this isn't about you anymore, JK. It's about us being sure. muggles or not. I, <laughs> I love sticks that cast spells. Yes, I nimbus. agree with you on the idea, but the Wizarding World, which is an actual company, yes. still all the... J.K. Rowling still gets a lot of money out Yes, but she's you know? rich. She's unstoppable now. It's like if I stop buying things on Amazon, what will that do? He's still going to kill us all yeah, with his true. ray gun. <laughs> it is, it is, we're getting back into the topic of what can we do? There's Indeed. nothing we can do. Oh God, Our Ali, children will us. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, to use a segue that is now left in the dust. The witch library? No, reading in the foyer. Oh, yes. I was reading in the foyer of the Wheeler Centre the now, other where day. where is the Wheeler Centre? Behind the library. But where is the library? <laughs> the, library the, the one on Swanston Street. You mean the main library of the the, the the Melbourne Library, the City Library? Yes, I <laughs> I'm anxious about saying yes because I worry that I've picked the wrong building. That's the library. <laughs> you mean I've definitely been inside the one? <laughs> <laughs> I've absolutely been in the library, uh-huh. but I worry that I think the wrong building is the library. Okay, do you, okay. So the library is 
I think it's the whole thing is sort of the one that has like the, the sinking the building in the footpath. Yes, exactly. That's the one. The one with the grass out the that's front. That's the library where all the that pigeons are. That is the library. That is the the library. But like that entire block is the library because they have like the archives back there. That's part of the library. That's terrific, James. So now I'm certain that that is the library. Whenever Good. I've gone to the library, I've been taken there and I've just never taken it in. Oh, it's always been like a pal being like, "Let's go to the library," but and then I guess such, I shut my eyes. It's such a large building. I know, but sometimes I worry that it's some sort of government <laughs> building, and I'm confused—a government building that houses just large shelves of books that everyone can read. I know it's the library once I'm in there. It's just when I walk past <laughs> so do you it, you forget. Okay, yes, you know what, you know that's what, what I'm you saying. Know what I forget <laughs> what it is. <laughs> so you just close. I'm stupid. <laughs> You really are twenty one. Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna pick this up off recording. So I went to I went the to the Wheeler Center. I went to the Wheeler Center. I've never heard of the Wheeler Center. The Wheeler Center. It's like the the subtitle of it is like the Center for Reading and Ideas. Hmm. They give a lot of opportunities to like young writers and oh, whatnot. Okay, They're cool. great. Great. Um, yeah. So I went to the Wheeler Center behind apparently the library. The library. And yeah, went inside. Woman. <laughs> Did you say the library to sort yes. of exclude yourself from having to say? What it is. Because <laughs> you can't just say the library. Why? Because there's many libraries. A library. <laughs> I went to the Wheeler Center, which is behind a library. I went okay. in, got there too early. Of course he did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the woman behind the desk was like, hello. And I was like, hello. And then I made sure I was in the right venue. Nailed it again. This is really enthralling Yes, stuff. so I sat alone in the foyer after the lovely foyer lady spoke to me. Um, had a cup of water from the water dispenser oh? And then I started reading What are you reading? I'm currently reading In the Absence of Men by Philippe Besson Sounds like a dream It sounds like a dream Having men be Get absent Get rid of all the men It's really upsetting oh, it really, What's <laughs> yeah. it about? Oh it's about this like young guy that's in a love affair with like a, like a soldier from his childhood And this like older artist uh, And I'm worried it's gonna end sadly Doesn't sound like <laughs> it's gonna end well Carry on Yeah um yeah, so yeah, eventually the show starts. <laughs> so we go upstairs in the elevator, which we have to do as a group, Tower of Terror style. That's fun. How many people in this show seeing the show? Uh, one. Oh, yeah, so the show is called... <laughs> Just <laughs> me. Sorry. It's me, and in the elevator, probably ten of us go up, and there are people already up there, which okay. I didn't want to question, because I think they might live there. <laughs> Maybe I they know. took the stairs? Maybe they... No, we weren't allowed to take the stairs. Oh. That's really weird. I think they're going for like a fire trap energy. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like sore. They might have been up there for the previous show. I'm not a detective. Sure. I only sure. watched the first two seasons of Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, was that? Oh God, who's that? Kristen Bell. It is Kristen Bell. It is. I've been rewatching The Good Place recently. Rewatching The Good Place. Yeah. You think you missed some of the nuance, the philosophy? Well, look, I I remember the first experience of The Good Place was I went over to my other ex boyfriend's house and he was playing an episode of The Good Place. Turned out to be the season finale of episode of the se- season one that spoils the entire. Uh, uh, surprise that I won't spoil for anyone who hasn't seen The Good Place. That's good of you. Uh, so that uh, I just wanted to rewatch it again after a while. So. I would say the entirety of The Good Place was ruined for me by the content of the show. Yeah, well, well, well put, Jake. Really clever and scathing. Thank you, James. Really good. So yeah, so I got in this elevator with a bunch of strangers, went upstairs, and sat down in the dark. I um, like to play a game. It wasn't sore, but I was pretty ready for it. <laughs> it was a pretty dark. You're day. always ready for sore. Quite, quite, quite. <laughs> Saw me. <laughs> saw me, world. <laughs> See me, saw me. <laughs> I was always looking for that puppet. Just hoping. <laughs> oh, where is he? Where's that sexy little puppet? Oh, is that the jingle of a tricycle coming my way? <laughs> spiral. Is that, is that a what saw is movie? Spiral? spiral. They made a movie with like... God, I'm not going to be able to remember the If there is a Saw spin-off and no one told me... I think there is. I think it's really bad, God, though. That'd be my optics Chris festival. Rock, I want to say? Wait, do you have information? I've just looked it up then. Uh, Chris Rock is the lead. He's Detective Zeke Banks. Zeke Banks? Zeke... 
Zeke. 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 Yes. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my New Zealand friend last night was trying to say tunes, and I was sure she was saying chins over and over again. <laughs> chins. Chins. That's funny. Um, yeah. Spiral. It's got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. And what is it? It's a Saw spin-off? When a policeman is murdered by a jigsaw copycat killer, Zeke Banks. Zeke. Banks is assigned to the, uh, investigate the case. In the process of punishing the perpetrator, he ends up facing the demons of his past. Not his past demons! But I think I've spoken about um, uh, the kill count before on this show. You have. The guess. He looks at Jigsaw and it's bad. Like, what it's is? the movie, uh, Spiral. It's oh, bad. Spiral's bad. It's all just like, Chris Rock, I, agree, I think, only agreed to be in the movie if he could improvise some of his lines as, like, jokes, and they're all bad. Why was he trying to make it funny? Because he's Chris Rock and I think that's all he can do. Why would they cast Chris Rock? I don't know. I think there was, I think there was, I think um, James A. Janice went into it. I think there is a reason. Oh. There's a reason Chris Rock was in it. Um, and I can't remember what it was. But yeah, Spiral. Interesting. So cut this whole bit if you want. But I'm going to keep <laughs> no. referencing it so it's tied into the lore of this episode. You crafty bitch. <laughs> um, like Chris Rock in that Spiral movie. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So we pop out of the elevator because Jigsaw didn't get me this time. <laughs> Hooray! Um, yeah, head on out, sit on down, and then we're in a space. Because I'm seeing... <laughs> we did not escape the space-time continuum. <laughs> we're still in the space. We got out of time, though. Indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, seeing James Coloppy's telly. Coloppy. Coloppy. Coloppy's telly. I love saying Coloppy. I hate day. saying telly. <laughs> you I, do hate I hate saying telly. Why do you hate it? Because any word that, like, cutifies a normal word... Normal word? A word that's quite official in my mind. Are any words really normal? Oh my god. Sorry, no, you're absolutely right. Right? Telly, I just, it doesn't, but I think it's also, spiky. I can listen to other people say it. When I say it, I feel like it almost has this twing inside of me of like, am I a 45 year old woman trying to sound cool? I, yeah, I can't, yeah. I struggle with saying people's nicknames because it feels yeah. too much like I've got a backwards hat on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Telly. You know, so Telly. <laughs> telly. James Coloppi's made a show. It's a one-man show called Telly. Telly. It's, telly. It's directed by you Lucy. You sound ridiculous. I Sam. know! <laughs> but here I am being brave. Good on you. James Coloppi made a show called Telly. Great. Um, directed by Lucy Rees. Okay, so it, like the intro of it is like establishing this backstory of James, where when he was a child, he was watching the 1996 Melbourne Cup, and then a lightning bolt struck his television while he was like pressed up against it watching the TV, because that's how he used to watch TV as a child. Oh my god. And the lightning hits the television and explodes, and then somehow he survives this. Is this real? Yes. Wait, that's real? This all fully happened. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how Marvel heroes start. Well, maybe that's exactly what happened. Or villains. Oh my god. James, make the right choice. Come on, James. If you want a sidekick. As long as you're a villain, I'll be your sidekick. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've got some stuff I want to do. But you only want to be a sidekick. Of course. This I don't want all the attention. telling of you. Isn't it? <laughs> I'll be your evil Robin. I only know one sidekick. I don't know any other villainous sidekicks. We're not going to fall anyway, down this spiral. Uh, yeah, no. My much brain like to make Chris me... Rock Saw movie. Much like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the idea, or sort of like the conceit of the kind of thing after that backstory that happens is going into the fact of him never wanting to be bored and how our boredom is a thing that he's kind of always struggled with. Oh, it's just sure. like a, it's like a series of sketches in a row. And he very much just keeps proving that he's like a, he's a very funny, delightful guy. Mm. It was very nice. Like <clears throat> and very quickly the idea of it being like a polished perfect comedy festival show falls away because I'd say within the first maybe like 30% of the way through the show he just starts talking about how 
that, about things that were going to be in the show, that weren't in the show, the reasons mm. that he made certain choices, things that he was going to do with the oh. show, like the workshopping process of the show. Um, and so, like, yeah, the fourth wall dissipates to a really sort of, like, wild extent, which is really cool. And, yeah, and because of that not existing, it really, like, quite... Because I had no idea who James was going into this show. Yeah. Um, but then, very quickly during the show, it really felt like I was just kind of, like, spending time with... James Colopi. <laughs> oh, so nice. You know, and luckily he was like, a, yeah, a delightful man that is interesting and funny. Um, and for that, it was, yeah, I just felt kind of like, it was like, you remember like last week we were talking about Will McKenna's show. Yeah. And about the, the, the idea of, it'd be great if everyone had to put on a show so that you, yeah. could, so you could get to know them in that kind of like uninterrupted, you're on stage having to present your ideas kind of way. Mm. It was, it, it felt a bit like that. Yeah, in yeah, that I, I yeah. yeah, in in that I had moments sitting there of just like this guy seems so lovely, um, and I feel really grateful that he's so comfortable that he's so comfortable sharing these things about himself, um, and and showcasing his talent in mm. front of us because that's just with any theater that is such a generous thing to offer people. Yeah. Um, it sounds almost like um, it sounds very similar to when I saw Bunny by Bunny Duncan, like a very like I think is we've had a good hit rate of just these shows that are people just putting themselves up there and just mm. being likable people that you can listen to about talk about their lives. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, and then it ends up turning into um, it, it a ends space up being, opera. A space opera. It turns into him talking about his ADHD. It talks oh, sure. to, and and relating it to obviously his struggle with. Dealing with boredom being you know, obviously a symptom of his ADHD, mm. and yeah, as a person with ADHD as well, it's nice to be able to uh, talk, see someone talk about it in that way, and um, the way he talked about it being a community that exists, and and even like it was the sort of thing where it was like I've obviously like researched the symptoms that exist in my brain, yes, and and um. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and dealing with it as far as like doing the research side of things and, and coming to terms with my experience of it, but seeing him standing up there, um, it was just the way that he'd said things that I'd heard before about this mental situation, but whether or not it was that his phrasing or the mental state that I was in going into this show or whether or not I I just needed for some reason to hear this message from like a handsome guy under light made the message hit really hard and it made me just feel better. Oh my God. And, and when, yeah, he talked about, yeah, the community that exists in the comedy community and outside of it. Um, yeah, it was just one of those times where it just, it, I don't know, the, the, whatever stars align for a message to hit you at the right time, he managed to accomplish that. And I was just so grateful for it. That's um, so lovely. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, on my like j- like mental journey of me coming to terms with this element of myself, which is a relatively newish journey. Yeah, I haven't um, heard about it. You haven't told me. Uh, no, no, that's the th- that's the thing too. Like it was because of this is my live reaction. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> no, that's the thing because of um, because of seeing his show and the things he said about ADHD. Um, uh, you, you're the second person that I've told about it. Oh like, my god! The uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, Who's the first? I want to kill him. <laughs> my friend Zakaya. I told her first. Boo! Boo Zakaya! <laughs> um, yeah, and I, uh, because of the things he said, I just I don't know. Feel stronger and more galvanized and less afraid of things and more ready to have a conversation because because of because of James. That's amazing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's really lovely. I mean, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Great, James. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it... <laughs> In a scathing way, I mean. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. My goodness, what a what a good thing to say about a show. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah, I was really grateful for it. And it was just kind of like weird and dirty. It was just great to... I just... I really am... And I think especially when it comes to festivals. And I know I will say this many more times in my life. Mm-hmm. Probably to you. Go on. <laughs> when it comes to festivals especially, I... And there's absolutely a craft to it and it's hard to do. I have very little interest in seeing shows that are like sandpapered down and made as digestible as possible and are like perfect and shiny and well-rounded and yeah. just like just these these like like 55 minute super tourable really like great audience pleases. Yep. I would much rather see like dirty just finished I don't know craptaculars yeah. that are like we cared enough about the things we were about to say to show them to you and we haven't refined them yet, but it's it, it matters to us. Oh, and now come look at it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what this show felt like. And it's it's one of my favourite types of theatre and I'm just grateful for him and the people that put it together with him. You, you can't see at home, but Jake is doing some great jazz hands to accompany every word he's saying right now. <laughs> that's, that's how into the show he is. Mm, yes, which in the gay community, that's huge. Oh um, my God. That's that on Telly. That. Say it again. Telly Yay! by James Coloppi. Um, the, grateful for it Grateful for him Near the library It's it's It happened behind A library A library, a library. Yep. No promises on which one <laughs> You fat bitch Hi everyone <laughs> <laughs> Um When I say Chappelle Corby What thoughts come to your mind? When you say Chappelle Corby mm. Um What thoughts? I think Boogie Board Bag Yep I think Ah, uh, her like big old eyes. Yep. I think about her imprisonment. I think about yep. Mercedes. Yep. yep. So into her sister. Great. Um, I think about when I considered reading her memoir, but then based on advice from a friend of mine, I was like, I wanted to read the memoir to see if she'd confessed to the crime. <laughs> and I didn't think that no. she put that in a book. <laughs> <laughs> not the smartest idea if she did. But you can't arrest me because it's a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's the basic instinct. Is it basic instinct? Basic instinct. That's the basic instinct defense. Does the leg thing? Yes, the Sharon Stone vagina movie. Yes, because remember how her like sort of defense in that movie is like, if I'd done it, why would I do it like I did it in the book? That'd be stupid. I haven't seen Basic Instinct. Okay. (laughs) So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I'm talking. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said all those things because you would have loved. Chappelle, Chappelle, the musical. Ah, the musical. Mm-hmm. So here's Does no part of your brain want to rhyme Chappelle with musical. That's important. I'm going to call them <laughs> and tell them about that. Um, uh, here's another. Uh, here's another little buzzword. I want to hear your 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 thoughts on. Buzz me, James. Buzzwords. Um, independent, independent, <laughs> small scale, new Australian musicals. What do you think a buzzword is? <laughs> Again, a buzz phrase. <laughs> Uh, Australian musicals. <laughs> a buzz phrase is just a thing a bee says. What do you think about like original Australian musical theatre? Oh my god, super duper open to it, absolutely. That's how we got Ladies in Black. Ladies in Black? That's how we got that Ned Kelly Arguably musical. Arguably not a good musical. Arguably Ladies in Black is atrocious, but I will see it every time it happens. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we need to talk about the time we saw it as a high school production one. Absolutely, we need to devote some time to just talking about Ladies in Black. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that Ned Kelly musical that we saw... That had some good bits in it. That yeah, there were some nice moments in that. Keegan um, was good in that. Keegan, our friend Keegan Vasquez was great in that. Mm. The Hat Pin, pretty good musical. And it's about a woman yeah. that runs like a daycare, and then she starts killing the babies that stay. What? In the... She starts killing the babies by putting like oh trigger warning baby death. <laughs> this is the third time we've had to do that trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trigger warning, baby death. She takes the, like a hat pin, like one of those long pins you put in a hat to look oh fancy. Oh my god, stop right now. And she puts it in the baby's ear to oh. kill it. And then in the lyrics of the song, she's like, It's like testing a pie. <laughs> and that's how you Wait. kill a baby. <laughs> Is it like a, a comedy musical? No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I saw it, uh, I'd Wait. say probably... Oh, 2011? Oh my god, so it's an older... It's been around for a little bit. Um, yeah. I saw it, yeah, on the recommendation of the guy, the, the, like, my musical theatre lecturer at the time. Um, oh my god, well, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fantastic and really intense. I forget where I saw it. Um, my friend Emma was in it. She was great. Um, but yeah. Wow. Was it, anyway, Australian musicals. Well, Are I, we leaving I... anything out? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good. Oh! oh sexy oh, bitch. Oh. Um... I have not had much experience with original Australian theatre. Musical theatre. Okay. <laughs> Mind you, like musicals. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect going in. Okay. And Did when you have I high saw... hopes or low hopes? High? You had high hopes. High hopes? You thought no, Australian... Like stoned. Stoned high hopes. Oh, you were high. Because of... Oh, I wasn't. Oh, that's why you're decked out in all of this like marijuana. I love ganja! Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, um, I just went in. I, I it was did... more of a Jamaican vibe to your entrance Not today. Not going to do the accent. <laughs> I'll do that. the meme. Ready? See if you can tell me what meme this is. <laughs> it's that woman trying to pretend to do a Jamaican accent. The woman failing. from Little Mix saying yes. Belegde. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Uh, and she left Little Mix. Because of that, yeah. Yes, <laughs> continue <talking>. Scandal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you went in not high, you went in to not see high, no, no. Chappelle. I went Chappelle in with my, my housemate Imogen. She and I wandered on in, okay. sat on down front row. Yeah. It's a small room, it's in Trades Hall. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 like very much like a, a small um, truss stage with <laughs> Sorry, I just think it's funny to, to say something is very much exactly what it is. <laughs> you are wearing very much a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yes. it's that sort of... Okay. Yeah, no, it's funny. Um, the band set up on the side. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the backdrop is a wall of tinnies. I can't tell what the beer was, but like mm. empty beer cans just like stacked up as far as the eye can see. Very Amazing. quickly, Chappelle, Chappelle, the musical. I want you to tell me if this is correct. Um, Are you talking to the musical? To the musical itself. <laughs> I'm going to do some quick maths here. Was it 599 cans in that stack? Because I counted, I did the maths, it should have been 600, but one of them was missing. So I want to know. Get back to me, please. That would be great. James, do you have any other questions for any other musicals? No, I'm wrapping up now. I'm done. You've got no other <laughs> questions for other musicals? Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam's Family, when are you going to be doing a professional production in Australia? I'm sick and tired of seeing amateur productions of The Addams Family. Because yeah. they do it so frequently. <laughs> oh boy, they love doing Addams Family. Because it's a big cast. You can just put them all in white makeup and call them a ghost. Is it easy? <laughs> Done. Let's do it. You don't think it's just because it's a spooky version of La Cage Off Fall? You don't think that's why people hold How back? is it a spooky... Oh, it's a spooky... It's the wow, same it plot. Is. It's the same plot. It's the plot of The Birdcage. The Addams Family musical is the same. And it's also got Nathan Lane in the original production. Yes. What? Yeah. It's bonkers. Guys, we're going to need to move on. It's like, do you want to go gay or do you want to go spooky? You can do both. <laughs> gay spooky. Gay spooky. Oh. What's that musical? Rocky Horror? But no one pretends to be anything else. No one pretends to be anything else. But they're all just what they are. What do you mean? I, I, you're, just, you're just talking genre, aren't you? You just want something that's gay and spooky? But I want the same storyline. You want a third musical yes, that's the that same gay plot. That's gay and spooky. Yeah. Well, just do La Cage Fall, but they're all zombies. Or Adam's Family and they're all drag queens. Yes. These are the options. <laughs> That's the only options. Right. So I went to see Chappelle Chappelle. Sat on down. Yeah. Front row. 
The band is there to decide. Here's one thing I'm going to get oh, wait, out. So, just, so there's a live band. Just live like, six-piece band. Amazing. Like, it's it's incredible. Does I mean, it look brassy? Does it look acoustic? It's got a bit of everything. Um, yeah. It's got a bit of electric guitar, a bit of bass, um, keyboard. Uh, okay, first of all, what's his name? Tim Hansen mm. was the music director. Yeah. He was at the keyboard. Mm. Yeah. Um, here's one thing. The bass player mouthed along to a lot of the lot of the lines when oh, people He was, was a fan. He was clearly a fan. That's and it was nice. very sweet. Yeah. Um it was a bit distracting at first, mm. but once I got on board with it, it was just adorable. Okay. Uh, that's just I have never seen anyone do that because I've never been able to see a band. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're always hidden. <laughs> they're always like shoved into a cage somewhere. Yeah. Um so that was just funny seeing someone literally like mouthing along to the lines. Mm. Um so yeah, Chappelle caught me the musical. I I, I went in sort of middle of the road. I was like, this could be good, it could be bad. Not because sure. did you go in caring much about Chappelle Corby? Not at all. Because my experience of Chappelle Corby was like my experience of the Two Towers in that I barely... That you laughed the entire I time. Loved it. <laughs> and then they made a musical out of both of them. Yeah. Um, Come From Away. Yes. Anywho. Um, no, I just... I don't remember much of it. I just remember like... Yeah, I remember like Boogie Board. I remember... I don't remember much of the press because I didn't... It wasn't at an age where I was watching the news. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just remember people talking about it secondhand. And Do you remember of... being on her side? I don't remember being... I remember being uh, vehemently against her. Oh, God. Because, controversial, uh, my, my family has a police officer in it. Yes. Um, so does mine. Well, there you go. Twinsies. There you go. <laughs> uh, and that sort of set a lot of the standards for what was right and wrong mm-hmm. growing up. So any sort of drug, wrong! Right. Yeah. Oh, but there was no even entertaining the idea of her story of like someone planted this on her. I don't remember. We didn't. We didn't you have discussions. You weren't a Chappelle family. As no, far we as were believing not. her. No, tale. no, we absolutely weren't. Oh, I, th- I don't think we cared much about it. Okay. To be honest. Sure. Um, this show was so good. Uh-huh. It was so good. So six in the band, seven in the cast. Yep. Like it's a substantial amount of people to be in this small stage that they use, and they made the most out of every bit. Mm. Um, I just want to. So uh, where where where. So you mentioned Mercedes. Of course. And right off the bat, we got to say Ruby Tays as Mercedes was one of the most captivating performances I think I've ever seen. That's incredible. It was like, <laughs> you don't get it. My God. Like oh. every second. And facial didn't switch off for a second. Mm. And, and, and it was just like, it was every time she came on and said anything, the audience was completely putty in her hands. Oh. Yeah, it was a Monday night, and the audience was probably less than half full. Mm-hmm. So, to, and and it felt full. Yeah, like because every time she said something, everyone was just cackling. Oh my god, obsessed with her. Um, it's so good that Mercedes is getting that sort of representation. Yes. Oh. and and also, and here's another thing I want to quickly say: the show ended up. I was sort of like, is it just going to be like a, a story of like what happened, like yeah. from her? But it turned out to be more about. Yes, about Chappelle, and, but it was also just as much about the media coverage and the people involved in the studio mm. and how they sort of span the story and what happened in the studio for it to unfold the way it did. Okay. Which is really interesting. And it sort of also, there was an element of how Australian media treats women who have been persecuted. Okay. Like there was a really interesting um, musical number in the second act uh, with, is it Lindy Chamberlain? Yes, I was just thinking Lindy about Chamberlain Lindy Chamberlain and Julia Gillard. Oh my God. The three of them have this, this great musical number about like, um, just like how they've been treated by the media. And yeah. it's just, it's really, it was like, oh my God. Yeah, this is great. I'm yeah. here for this. Uh, so, so, uh, Stacey Thompson was Chappelle. Great. And she was just, I've said this, but I've said this about, um, uh, Ali Morgan, but she was mm. just so incredible. It was just, she was a belter. She sang some incredible, just her voice was flawless. Jay. Yeah. It was wild. It was like, they just need to throw 
thousands and thousands of dollars at the show and it could just be on any of like the region it could be it could be at the comedy theater oh and my it, God. it would absolutely fit in and it was like I, I feel I've got to stop saying that I, I want to see it on a big stage because it was so refreshing seeing Aussie stories yeah. in musical theater because mm. you're because I famously have not seen much mm. original Aussie musical theater and it was such a bogan Aussie story yeah just being told very Genuinely by these people who are doing an amazing job. Oh fuck, that's nice. Yeah, it's so nice. The thing you're saying about wanting it to be on a larger stage or something and mm. getting that sort of attention—that's so lovely. Because it's, as well, I think it's so interesting the way that we purport to be a country full of like funny larrikins that have this great sense of humor. Mm. We just love drinking and being mates with each other. Yeah. But then all we inject into the media landscape is like gritty crime drama tell. Like we just keep uh, making underbellies dramas, and yeah. we keep making movies about getting murdered in the woods. Yes. And it's like, where are the comedies from this yeah. funny country? We had some where... funny things to talk about. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, and that's why, not that I've seen it, but Muriel's Wedding, the musical, haven't seen that. I, but it's I like, did like that. Right. And yeah. it's like, that seems to have, that's kind of emblematic of the energy that we keep claiming to have. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like this might be something akin to that. And I, it's funny you say that. I hadn't, it's funny I hadn't even thought about Muriel's wedding. But yeah, absolutely. It's that sort of Aussie, like la, like you said, like larrikin fun mm. on stage. It was so nice. I also just wanted to say, um, Emily Kimpton and Jack Dodds both played three separate roles in the show. Yeah. And they were both incredible. And like every single character was just like, you're a different person. Mm. Like, um... Uh, Emily Kimpton played the mum, Chappelle's mum, and also played... I What's don't, her name? I would not be able to tell you. I, I, I have I've not written it down in my notes. Is it Florby? <laughs> yeah. Is it Florby? Florby. Colby? <laughs> <laughs> Little name Dorby. Yeah, Florby Dorby. <laughs> Ma'am, could you please say your name for the court? <laughs> for the courty. <laughs> the county court. <laughs> is Florby Dorby Corby for the county court. <laughs> Anywho, um, she also played, I think it was Renee, the cellmate. Um, uh, Chappelle's butch cellmate that sort of oh. ratted her out in, in, in an interview. Yes. Yeah, Renee something, I think. Did she say that Chappelle did it? She said that Chappelle had confessed to it. At least, according to the musical, the, that she said that Chappelle had confessed to her crimes to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, this is another thing I wanted to say. Their relationship was so nice between Chappelle, between and... Chappelle and Renee. Like in oh. the, in the prison, they were uh, they were friends apparently. Yeah. Um. And there was another thing I wanted to say about throwing back to Mercedes. Um. But they portray her as, and it would have been so easy to portray her as just a complete dumb bitch. Yeah. You know. But she was like really like holding her own and sort of like she had a lot of her own interesting thoughts to say and she was a bit of a ditzy bitch mm. but she was also like a really like switched on lovely person it was just, that was nice oh fuck that's nice yeah especially yeah that's great because even like thinking about even when you hear the idea oh someone's made a musical about the story of Chappelle Corby mm. the I guess like the lazy thing that your brain can sort of immediately do is like oh good finally a chance to laugh at that dumb bitch and her mm. stupid friends yeah. and then you I don't know and then you worry that well I would worry and it sounds like you did too that you'd turn up and it'd just be people making fun of like Chappelle Corby and like yeah. like lower middle class Australians and they, and they like, could have done that so easily and the, joke, sure. the jokes were there but they yeah. were all loving they were all sure. this is Australiana culture mm. and it was funny and it wasn't yeah. It wasn't like punching down. It wasn't on these punching people. down at all. Yeah. No, and that's the other thing. Because she's not a villain. She's not a villain. She's not a villain. She mm. even at worst, if even if she had done it, mm. she's just got weed in a bag. Wait, so you've come out not sure if she did it? I well, I've just come out not sure if she did it because the musical portrayed that she didn't. Like, oh sure. The, the whole, oh, so that's the story she, they showed. She, she well, she the, her character the whole time says that she didn't. Right. There is still that sort of aspersion where Renee's like, "You did though. You told me that you did." Mm. So sort of like it is left a little bit up in the air, but it's sort okay. of like. Yeah, and she's portrayed very much as just an Australian girl 
in the wrong place at the wrong time and she's just sort of like going through all these horrible things and mm. she sings this beautiful song called Girl on the Grass mm. which I, again this is another show where I just want it all to be somewhere I can listen to yeah um, and it's just listening to um, uh, Stacey sing this beautiful song which is all a pun about smoking weed but it's also a pun about just wanting to go home and see your family in oh. Brisbane and Queensland it's like oh it was so lovely. It was really it was nice. It was almost rev- reverential. It was very like, this is a real piece of Australian culture. Yeah. Um, Did it change your mind about anything? I didn't really have any uh, opinions going in. Oh no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I, I it did because as I said, I was raised in a way to sort of be like drugs are bad, drugs are bad, and very much not that anymore. Mm. But yeah, things that I'd grown up sort of on a certain side of the fence of. I guess I sort of watched this music. And I was like, oh. I've sort of vilified Chappelle Corby in my head for no real particular reason. Yeah. Or you did for some reason, well, yeah. and now you are conscious of those reasons, and now... Yeah, because what's you your opinion? What was your opinion them? of Chappelle Corby at the time? I, for longer than a lot of people, I think, was just believed her. I was like, oh my god, they put that in your boogie board bag? <laughs> that's boogie so board bag. That's so mean of them. <laughs> you just wanted to boogie board and you've been punished for that? It just feels to me like, there is a part of me that's like, how could you not tell if your boogie board bag was full of weed. Well, I don't think... My my understanding of what happened was she just brought a boogie board bag to the airport and then the baggage handlers put the marijuana in the boogie board bag. Oh, okay. Is my understanding, but I, I don't know the timeline of events. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, that's that's what I thought had happened. She believed her. But yeah, I believed her for so long. And now you And know. even still, at no point have I ever thought, oh, she deserves this, or, oh, mm. she seems like a crap lady. She just seems like she's a woman, and regardless of what she did... She's never come across to me as someone that deserves the things it's that she's like received. It's not like she's killed someone. Like, it sucks that everyone kind of like, yeah, a lot of people treated her like like, like real crap. And it seems like maybe maybe she's made like a, like a mistake. Mm. But it's it's now one of those mistakes that she can never outlive, which is always a scary, sad idea. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. She kind of became a national punchline and that, that wouldn't be a, a, a fun ride. Yeah, um, no, but I, yeah, I'm... and she's always to me seemed like like a woman that just seems kind of fun and interesting. And it sucks that she was imprisoned for so long. So long, I didn't realize how long it was. Oh my god! Um, but now she's been on Dancing with the Stars, so worth I it. I did have a little stalk of her Instagram before this. I was like, oh, she's been on Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Who did she dance with? A dancer. She's a star. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's how that show works. For some reason, I just assumed it was two celebrities mushed together. Then who would do the dancing? Like who I would... thought they were choreographed. From the outside, yeah, right. yeah, like the way that Abby Lee Miller choreographs without ever dancing. You know the woman from like the the the, the larger woman on Dance Mums that choreographs all these I've little never girls. Seen Dance Mums. I well, neither of I. Maybe that's why I don't understand this. How does she choreograph the dances while she's on a lot of the time like in a like a scooter? <laughs> yeah. Does she just go like arm up, arm down, spin in a circle, do a strangely sexy move for a child? Somersault. Somersault. <laughs> Somersault. <laughs> Somersault and some aren't. Um, Somersault and some are pepper. Somersault, some don't. Oh. oh it took me a second, yeah. but that's good. That's some vicious wordplay. That's really good. Mm. Um, Which I'm against, of course. <laughs> <laughs> wordplay sucks. <laughs> Especially if it's vicious. But today I did tell a friend of mine who is on a vineyard tour that they should have a grape day. So I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so you are 21. Um, you're a baby. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot baby. Thank you. Um, do I have anything else to say about the show? I, I think if you get a chance to see Chappelle Chappelle, you absolutely should. Chappelle Chappelle the musical. You see, that's good. Chappelle Chappelle the musical. That's clever, Jake. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Is there Big you... week. Big week for theatre. Big week for theatre. Is mm. there anything you want to talk about before we're done? Uh, I guess I will just bring up... <laughs> 
famously my partner's uh, production of... Wait, are you seeing someone? I fucking hate you. Yo, I can't talk about... Who are you about... seeing? His name is Flynn. Flynn? He's beautiful. Oh, we that's a nice him. name. Yeah, it's a good name. Oh my god. Flynn Smeaton, starring in Footloose the Musical. <laughs> uh, which is out... The Foot! <laughs> it's loose! <laughs> oh no, is that not what the show's about? Why are you joking? <laughs> yeah, a foot escapes from a foot prison. For One criminally prison. insane. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funnier joke, but I can't. That's good. Yeah. Uh, May the 4th to May the 7th is its yeah. run. You Great. can find the tickets on the UMTAR. Um, I think that's University of Melbourne. Musical theatre something? Theatre, musical theatre. I wish sure. you could put two M's in There's it. There's two M's, aren't yes. there? I just realised that as well just then. Mm. Mus- University of Melbourne Musical Theatre Association, I guess. Yes. Give it so, a go. Yes, when we'll you're doing your up. weekly Google to find any local productions of Footloose, make sure that's the one you go to. It's the only one you're going to want. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be going and seeing it. Jake's yeah. going to be going and seeing it with me. I'm also going to it. What a fun time. Yeah, well, time will tell. We're going to bring out tomatoes. Of course. Yes. To whip at the fools. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cover them in tomato juice. Uh, Jake, do you have anything you want to say? No, no. I'd say, oh, if any of you want us to come and see a show you're doing. Oh, yeah. Give us tickets to it and we'll come and see it and then we'll talk about it. Um, we'll sit in the front row and cheer you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> now that the episode's wrapping up, I've got oh, an embarrassing God. story to tell you quickly. Oh, my God. Super quickly. Um, yeah, anyway. So, I got, I got a message. Thank you for messaging me about this woman <laughs> on Instagram reached out to me to let me know that there's a show on it's coming mm. up it's called Stop Over with a slash between stop and over okay. it's a stylized word um, because because remember when I was talking about Lenore and I yes. mentioned that Sebastiano Pitruzzello was like the most handsome man I've ever seen yes. she was like Jake just letting you know that he's in another show so of course I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the show. Oh my and God. so what's embarrassing is by the time she messaged me this message, I'd already purchased tickets. <gasps> but then what happened was this weird thing occurred where then like the theater company, probably like a week after I'd bought the tickets, the theater company was like, oh, tickets for this play are available tomorrow. Then how has Jake purchased tickets a week what ago? What the hell have you done? I think I you really did break the time continuum. I hacked into the internet. And purchased tickets to this show. You, you've checked. They're definitely the tickets like, to the show. Yes. Like a week before the tickets went on sale. What? I think I'm a criminal. I don't know. Either you're a criminal or you're just... Or I'm just like Sebastiano Pitruzzello's biggest fan. That's probably it, actually. Um. So I need to have a conversation with him about <laughs> me not planning to cut off his hair and keep it in a bag. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, anyway, um, anything that we've said, we may already disagree with. Absolutely. And James, anything for you to say? Well, friends just don't let friends become theatre critics. Friends don't let friends become theatre critics. Boom. Praise Dionysus. Praise Dionysus. Praise Dionysus. Praise him. Hey, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Let's maybe not.